Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 126th episode <laughs> of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is... Nah, never mind. Let's, let's just... Nah, it's, it's, <laughs> let's throw it in the bin. <laughs> this one's not worth it. Ah, I've, I've been doing so well with those. You have been. Uh, you, need to, you need to complete it. Come on. All right. There's not been an episode where you haven't completed it. The 126th episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict. You may know me better as BHL Hudson. Here we talk about movies, TV shows, a bunch of nonsense. With me, as always, is my friend, co-host, and a bit of an early morning recording buddy, Frederick. <laughs> I'm just an early morning recording. <laughs> I mean, relative it, to our normal recordings, it's still, it's not that yeah, early. Yeah. It's like 9.30 a.m. It's not that early. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's 9.20 right now, but, you know. But we both kind of got that morning still, gravel. We, we do. I'm feeling sexy in one joke. I'm feeling Morbius, new trailer. We'll talk about it in the news. I'm feeling dude. <laughs> I'm feeling a hand. There we go. We went through them all. And by them all, all right. I mean four of millions, so... I mean, and by four, I mean fake mustache. <laughs> yeah. God, I, I I did note a few episodes ago that, like, maybe we should try to be more accessible and give a little more context <laughs> to the inside jokes, but also, no. <laughs> if but this also, is your first episode, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, the thing is, there's whenever they start, I do think there is context, but then we just keep going. True. So if, they mi- if people miss an episode... Then they don't get it. Which, in fairness, why would you ever miss an episode, you idiots? <laughs> Which, in fairness, yeah, shame on you. Um, that's shame on fault. you for not getting... What a joke. <laughs> yeah, I love it when my entertainment shames me for not understanding it. That's really just... Uh... Anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, today we have... <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> a little mini-reviews and news episode because we were going to do a topic, but we got... We got a couple of mini-reviews, some good news, and then we got two big old mini-reviews I think we'll do after the news. It's like the big finale. So just big old big old reviews, I guess you could B- say. A big old, yeah, not even mini-reviews. Just <laughs> big old reviews. Uh, that's the, what the episode <laughs> should be called. Um, big old reviews. And it's going to be... It'll gonna take be... off like the last episode. <laughs> It'll, uh... <laughs> it's the last episode not doing well? Oh, no, I thought... Oh, no, sorry. I forgot we posted yesterday. <laughs> Genuine oh. concern. <laughs> I don't think it is really, but that's okay. Yeah, is the we, last episode not doing well? No, the, the one before that. The one before that did absurdly well for some reason, by our standards for the record. I mean, we got like 500 <laughs> views, but like, we usually get like 200, so it's kind of confusing why it like doubled um, absurdly yeah. well. That's, it's, a bit, that's putting it a bit generously. Absurd. <laughs> it's astronomically Worldwide well. phenomenon of an episode. Not compared to our shorts, though. Our shorts are godly. Well, the Nganu short inexplicably has 6,000 views, which is confusing, but also wonderful, I guess. Um, anyway, we are doing two big old reviews at the end, which are, I have to say, kind of an interesting one, because normally this would be annoying and unprofessional and terrible podcasting method, but they are two films that we both really want to talk about and have lots to say about, but that the, the other one of us has not seen. So, yeah. I think it could be it could be an interesting exercise in both... We need to make sure we don't spoil it. Yeah, no spoilers, we'll, we'll... and also we can, you know, we can kind of present it to the other and, I don't know, yeah, without spoiling it and sort of have a, have a bit mm, of a... I'll, I'll, pi- I'll pitch you, Poirot. <laughs> and I'll pitch you the, the biggest Batman. And yeah, we can kind of just uh, have, have two perspectives, I guess. <laughs> One from someone who hasn't seen the film. What an interesting perspective <laughs> in a review. <laughs> I like it. But, um, but first off, um, I also want to tell people... To give this podcast a subscribe, hit the bell button, leave a comment down below on, well, do that app, app during the episode, I guess. And also hit the like, and if you're listening on the other things, 
follow and leave a five-star rating. Also, I know people were super excited for our NordVPN ad read this week that we promised. It's coming next week. I was just about to... It's us coming next week. I was literally about to say, you can cut this out, but where the fuck's our sponsor? <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, that, that comes next week. I'm sorry. Um, sorry, Nord. <laughs> anyway. Um, sorry, Nord. So first of all, mini reviews though. And I, I have to say, even though this doesn't count as like a full review, this might, this may take a little bit of time in the discussion. So it's probably good. We're not doing a topic because we need to talk about okay. this. We need, we, we need to have a pretty decent discussion about this movie. Um, I watched possibly the most absurd film I've ever seen in my life. Like, okay. Okay. jaw-droppingly strange and just perplexing, right. The okay. King's Man. The latest oh, Kingsman yes. film entry I finally was able to watch. Um, mm. The World War One prequel Rafe Fiends vehicle. And I, I cannot explain to you how <laughs> fucking weird this movie is. It is, it is, is it weird in a good way? Or are we talking weird as in like Rasputin dancing whilst fighting weird? <laughs> See, that was the best scene in the movie. That was a great scene. Rasputin is great. I, I very much enjoy when <laughs> the most nutty fiends, I know it's pronounced fines, by the way, <laughs> get off my fucking back. The most nutty fines <laughs> moment where um, Rasputin's like, I don't make decisions unless my stomach is full or my balls are empty. And it zooms in on fiend's face and he's like, well, thank God dinner's being served. <laughs> Very good moment. Um, but it's, I don't know if it's... By a, dinner, he of course <laughs> means his body. <laughs> he slowly By dinner, he means that voluptuous booty of his. <laughs> um, so, I don't know, I, I genuinely, I don't know how to explain how weird this movie is, but it's like, it's weird on some, it's like, it's weird intentionally sometimes, like kind of like absurd, but then it's just like disjointed and makes no sense. Then it's like eight different movies in one movie. The tone shifts constantly. It goes from this like, I guess I shouldn't spoil it, but um, it like give, give us some light spoilers. Here. Okay, well it it shifts tones in that like sometimes it's this like pretty trying to be like a pretty serious like not exactly war movie, but like. Has the yeah, tone yeah. of a war movie sometimes, like a like there's this like trench mm. scene and all this stuff, and it's like pretty grim. And then other times it's like this fucking cartoon where Ray Fiennes is trying to climb this mountain, and like a goat is headbutting him off a cliff, and then like <laughs> his like plane explodes, and his like parachute gets caught in a fucking like a tree or something. It's like so absurd. Then like it's this like genuinely badass action Damn. movie. Then it's like this weird family drama. There's one part where Fiennes is so depressed that he's like. This, like, cartoonish alcoholic where they just cut to him. He's, like, wearing his pajamas. He has this, like, beard. And he's just, like, <laughs> drinking scotch at every hour of the day. It, like, comes out, like, it's just, like... This sounds like just the mood changes Rafe <laughs> goes through every, every day. <laughs> Wakes up. It's the trenches. The, cl- the climb to breakfast is headbutted by a goat. Rest of the day, terrible alcoholism. <laughs> like, I mean, and then it's like, like there are twists throughout that are great. Like, I mean, that I kind of appreciate because it's very unexpected, but like certain characters die and just like fucking, it is. And like the thing is sometimes it's genuinely good and it feels kind of like, well, that's the thing. It's also a Kingsman movie. Just randomly, you completely forget it's a Kingsman movie. And then suddenly they just make this like weird <laughs> reference. And I'm like, they're like, but manners maketh man. I'm like, Rafe, what the fuck? I forgot that's a Kingsman movie. <laughs> 
why are you tied to that goat? <laughs> there's a fucking... What else is there? There's, like... It has, like, genuinely good bits. The Rasputin stuff is kind of fun. Like, the music is pretty great. It has, like, some cool action. But then, also... Fuck, I just left my notes here to say cartoon getting on mountain with goat, comma, alcoholic fiends. Um, <laughs> but then, also, it has, like... The thing that also is so absurd is... Um, you, so, you know how it's, like, set in World War One. Mm. So, it's, like, these... It does World War One history, but puts like Ray Fines in it. It's it's very so it's like it does the like the assassination of the Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Like it's like a relatively it, his- does, it does it does a Tarantino kind of thing. Where yeah, it- but it's like it's a historically like technically accurate because I remember because I studied World War One not too long ago in like history class, and so I remember like oh yeah, it's the part where they drive the car and then they hit a dead end and then they turn around and the guy shot them or whatever. But then like it puts mm. these weird twists in where it's like. It's this villain who's behind it all, and this like there's this twist villain at the end who has this like league of you know evil henchmen or whatever, and mm. then okay, and I have to spoil this. I have to spoil this. It's the okay, it's one of, it. it it's the cherry on top. The film ended, and I was like, well, that was the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. And then there's a post credit scene, which okay. is I can't explain how hard I laughed at this because it's just like okay. it's, so basically the premise of the movie is that there's like this league of supervillains that are like historical figures so it's like Rasputin mm. and then like someone who talks to the German leader and someone who like works with the Americans or whatever like there's these like historical yeah. villains <clears throat> and then the end credits the villains fucking what's his name Baron Zemo the actor he's one of them and they're like talking and they're like well, I guess we have to find a new recruit or something. And a man emerges from the shadows and like, don't do it. Like, I know what you're going to do. Don't do it. And he's like, what's your name? Adolf Hitler. They have an Adolf <laughs> Hitler tease in the post credit scene. As if he's like, as if it's like a Marvel movie where like, like Iron Man just walked out or something. It's like, he's like the camera zooms. He's like Adolf Hitler. And then it cuts to black. And it's like, what the fuck is <laughs> I don't. I can't. Damn, that is not the most tasteful. Uh, no. Well, also the comments on the YouTube video. It's like, like, it's like epic, epic music <laughs> as he strolls in from the silhouettes. What's your name? Adolf Hitler, yeah. Like the comment section on the YouTube video is also great, where it just says like Adolf Hitler enters. Avengers theme starts playing. Like it's like they just. <laughs> it's the most absurd like setup for the next film to use Hitler in that way. I don't know. Just one of the weirdest movies. I highly recommend you watch it. It, like... I do want to watch it. It starts kind of, like, a little dull. It's, like, okay, like, kind of generic, whatever. And then it, like, builds to this crescendo of insanity, but, like, not really (laughs) intentionally. It's great. God. This this is probably one of the greatest uh, (laughs) things you've ever used to describe a movie. A crescendo of... What did you say? Insanity. Of madness. Insanity. Yeah, put put that on the DVD cover. Um, also, <laughs> King, I love Ed the King's Man, a crescendo of insanity. <laughs> also, who's in it? And he's he cuts a man's head off. It's pretty good. But um, yo. Also, yeah, I I love my flatmates. Definitely hearing me yelling about Adolf Hitler and like at nine thirty in the morning. <laughs> That's classic Benmark. <laughs> okay, yeah, they put a they put a piece of paper on my door that says Benmark. Like hateful <laughs> message question mark. Let's get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> it's a warning to be gone by midnight. 
<laughs> You've been there for two weeks now. And nothing's happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, go ahead. I just I've I've been holding that in for like two weeks now that I just I need uh, to I'm, release. I'm, it. I'm happy you got it out. That's that. <laughs> it sounds and seems like it's been really like eating away at you. It has truly. I mean, something that's a bit overdue. I don't think we have fully talked about this on the pod. If we have, I apologize. Um, Peacemaker. But- <laughs> <laughs> well yeah did we talk about the end of Peacemaker <laughs> no I've seen I've not seen the finale I've seen every other episode have you not seen I'm so sorry you idiot I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I feel I thought I, you said you'd, you'd be you'd have finished it literally it it's on my to-do list but then you know I don't know things happened I'm not, I'm not <laughs> you know I had to watch the Adolf Hitler clip on loop for two hours <laughs> but no I'm sorry I have not seen the finale of Peacemaker you can still well, talk I, about I, it we, I will talk about it you bastard. <laughs> but also, like, you've watched more since the last time we talked about it, haven't oh, you? Oh, yeah, no, I've watched, like, four episodes since then. So, like, I'm, All right, I'm, well, I'm one episode away. Okay, we just, okay, we won't talk about the finale, but what are we thinking so far? I'm loving it. I really am loving it's it. It's genuinely, it. I love the humor in it. I think John Cena is so good. John Cena, yeah, I didn't know he was this, like, I don't know. Charismatic? Yeah, like, <laughs> t- <so> talented, <laughs> charming, and funny, and good at acting. <laughs> but, like, I don't want to say good at what he does, because he's not, but... And also, what's That's his name? Surprised. Vigilante is hilarious, and like, yeah, I really love it. I really, really like it. It's or liked it. It's gone now. <laughs> well, they're but, doing a season uh, two. They are doing a season two. I'm very, I'm very hyped for it. Um, I like, I kind of like the whole butterfly thing because it's, it's not too like, like it's not the most original thing, but it's not too unoriginal to make it boring, you know? Yeah, and it, it sort of it plays in that <clears throat> like the Suicide Squad tone where it's like a more grounded show but it's still in that dc superhero world where there's this like you know wild um fantastical shit even though it's a more <clears throat> like a relatively more grounded story um yeah and it's like yeah I mean, it's just that like james gunn tone that's perfect for this um like this style of character by the way ah quick note you realize the guy, um, the tech guy, is 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 a homeless Dave. Outside Dave, how dare you? Outside, fuck, damn it, that's my bad. <laughs> also, by the way, real quick, could you <laughs> homeless Dave? <laughs> I think it started. It didn't start slow, but like, I I liked it, but I wasn't like crazy about it. But then, like by like the fourth, mm. fifth, sixth episode, like I was like laughing out loud consistently. I was laughing out loud. Yeah, like it's it's not often a show does that to me because I'm a, a very serious man, mm. obviously. <laughs> uh, but I there was many times where I was sitting there just absolutely just laughing my ass off because it's so funny yeah it's and it does like great action it's it's very and it's it's a very also interesting character to look at like he's like he he is a he it's not like they take the character from the suicide squad and just like try to wipe it away and be like no he's he was always a good guy even though we saw him do all these like terrible things like he is a bad person but like there's like you know, reasoning Good for it intent. and conflict yeah. and like there's like you understand and then like he changes this actual growth like it's really well mm-hmm. written yeah and i and can also say I, I love the like the familial feel that is like amongst the group because it there's still like something at stake you feel but at the same time it's not like too serious to for you to sit there and like like where it, it clearly does not take itself very seriously and that kind of like comes across very well i think in the, like the group dynamic as well yeah, that's another thing that James Gunn is so good at, is like a like a team dynamic that like you know of kind of misfits or unexpected people. Yeah, yeah, like in a in a really funny but also yeah like heartfelt way. I love Eagly. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love Eagly. And yeah, Vigilante like being just like a complete psychopath idiot. Like I don't know, it's just uh-huh. ah yeah, it's 
it's really it's, good. It's just some. It's some <laughs> it speaks to me. It's some of the best TV, like superhero TV, I've seen in a long time. Because it's also it feels original. You know what I mean? Like it feels like a. Yeah. I don't know. I got nothing. It doesn't really feel like there's any dead air. There's not any like. Yeah. No. No. Like really. No real weak points. I'd and say. also, every episode ends with like a sort of. Not a cliffhanger exactly, but like an exciting twist or setup for the yeah, next you, episode. It leaves you thirsting for more Peacemaker. For more Cena. Cena. <laughs> Period. More Cena scenes, some could say. <sighs> you saved it there. I, I goofed it and you turned it into an actual <laughs> point. I, I, <laughs> well, then I only have one other. I finished the first season of Euphoria. Um, uh, pretty good. Good, good show. Very okay. good show. Uh, the finale was a bit disappointing. It was a little bit like long and kind of i don't know kind of kept going longer than i think it needed to i was also very tired mm. when i was watching so maybe that also didn't help <laughs> i kind of just wanted to sleep <laughs> i was also sleeping as i was watching it but you know <laughs> but um but generally very good show good performances like interesting story a little bit um i don't want to say like overly dramatic because that's like a weird thing to say about a drama but like Sometimes, I don't know, sometimes it feels like this very, like, serious, like, interesting show, and then sometimes it's sort of, like, cartoonishly dramatic. Um, mm. But I guess it's about high schoolers, and they are cartoonishly dramatic, famously, but... Yeah, good show. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say? No more for, no further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> um, I have got two more. One okay. of them we can quickly breeze by. Okay. I watched uh, Jurassic World once more. Okay. You know. Solid uh, Decent. You, 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 I've, I've expressed my opinions on the movie before. It's, Are you getting time for uh, the epic Goldblum Grant Dern reunion? I, I am. I don't even know if I need to see the other movie, like the second one. Do I need to see that one? You probably should, just for like, just for the just sake for the, of the culture. And, okay. Just, yeah, just for the culture, exactly. <laughs> That's what the culture demands. You watching Jurassic World Two: Forbidden Kingdom, or whatever the fuck it's called. I thought it was called Dominion. No, the, the the second one. The new one's called Dominion. Ah, I like how I'm criticizing you as if it's actually called Forbidden Kingdom, which it definitely <laughs> is not. Is it Fallen Kingdom? Probably, yeah. Anyways, who gives a shit? Yeah, why are we talking about this? <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, watch that. Decent. You know, not the best film. Kind of takes some of the magic out of it, but all mm. right. Anyways, the last movie is what I watched uh, one or two days ago. At a, at a movie I have... A problem with. A quarrel with. Ooh, say. A qualm? Do you have a, a qu- qualm? Do you have a qualm? I've got a qualm. Okay. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> Let me hear your qualm. I watched Encanto. Ooh, I have been wanting to watch that for quite the minute. Well, don't, because it's not very good. Oh, big controversy. I don't like Ooh. it. <clears throat> big controversy. I, don't, I think... You is don't it a talk about opinion? Bruno? Is, is this... I... Bruno is by far the best part. Okay, I have no idea who Bruno is, just everyone keeps telling me, and by everyone I mean like these two people, they're like, oh my god, I love this song, we don't talk about Bruno, and I'm like... The actual movie, I don't think it's very good. The main character, she's like, she's alright, she's, yeah, she's like very generic main Disney character, but then the family, they're just awful, I hate them. <laughs> so is it, it like, and it's the, about like magical people, but then she's the only magical non-magic person. Yeah, exactly, and then it's like, oh, but, but... I mean, not to spoil it too much, but Bruno had a, he had a vision, and then he, he left, and what was the vision about, and ah, and then they start blaming her, because stuff goes wrong, and stuff like that, and the grandmother, who's supposed to be, like, you know, like, the matriarch, and stuff like that, is just the worst person, <laughs> and, like, I know, I get that she's supposed to be, like, a bad person, but at the end, again, not trying to spoil too much here, but, like, at the end, when she kind of, like, not gets her comeuppance, but, like, you know, when things are resolved, 
you're supposed to like suddenly like her and it's like no you're a terrible person and the the songs aren't very good wow i don't think there's much of a i don't think there's much of a plot in the movie just <laughs> damn an all-around kind of disappointing disney show uh, movie damn you really huh I, i've heard nothing but i good didn't things like about it. it well it's because people are are they're they're snuggling up to the disney the disney is it too like kind of generic like because the trailer so made it look a little like you know i mean of course it's a kids movie and they're all kind of predictable but it made it look like exactly like the you know the one person who's like not special but that makes them the most special and you know body yeah body. it's like the one person who doesn't have gifts but then she goes and tries to save her entire family even though there's it's like yeah. shut up damn disney <laughs> well i, I was yeah. going it is on my official list that i now have that i'm Literally, the only one that I've watched from that was The King's Man. <laughs> so, you know, I'm slowly working my you way said, through. You keep, say, you keep seeing Train to Busan. Well, I actually have, list, I have two lists. One is the modern, like, the movies that have come out recently list. And then there's the, it says movies new and then movies old. And Train to Busan is on top of the movies old list. But, uh... <laughs> it's anyway. fairly new. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just meant, like, ones that haven't come out in, like, the past few weeks. But anyway, that's a story for another oh, day. Right. But damn, so... In can- All right, fair. I think... Yeah, I, I, I might know me. Hate. I love Disney. But this Disney... I mean, I, I might have been in a grouchy mood. I don't think I was. But mm. it just did not sit well with me. Fair enough. I mean, this episode, spoilers, and probably the topic next week, was going to be movies everyone loves that we hate, so... A fitting ooh, okay. tribute to the True. theme, I guess. Um, also, I don't know why I said, ooh, you already told me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm like, you, you knew this. <laughs> this is a planned <laughs> podcast. As a fool. Oh, well, I will I will reserve my opinions there till, we then, till then. Well, Maybe if you can try and watch it, and then I'll and I'll rant with spoilers. Okay, I'll but, try I mean, to first no finish Peacemaker, and then I'll, and then maybe Encanto. Peacemaker. Um, well, there we Okay, mini reviews in the bag. Get that bread. Now on to. Get that bread. The newses and such. Um, okay. We open with a <laughs> one a headline that made me laugh out loud, but also made me okay. genuinely sad. I think you might know what I'm talking about here. Um, um. <laughs> it does involve a certain uh, Charles Coxathan. Oh, <laughs> wait. Did you not see this headline? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, wait, my God. Okay, okay. I'm going to find me, the headline. And just read it to you word for word, because it is such a... (laughs) It's so sad. (laughs) Okay, this is a tweet from Discussing Film. (laughs) Charlie Cox says it was, quote, dead fucking quiet during his scene in Spider-Man No Way Home. And another quote from him. I was so disappointed. My wife was with me, and she was recording me, because it'd be fun to have that moment of everyone cheering. And then, dot, 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 tumbleweed. That's awful. No. The poor, and they've just used a picture of him looking super disappointed from Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh so God. imagine the Cox showing up and taking his wife. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, the fans kind of love my character. It's sort of a big I'm deal. They're going to be really excited. I'm kind of a big deal in the episode. She's recording him. He's sitting there amongst the fans, probably with a little disguise. I'm saying, I hope I don't get recognized. And then he's just like the proudest little smile, hope in his eyes. <laughs> And then he's seen all the reaction videos on YouTube of like all the other cinemas going crazy, and he's just saying that like, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be amazing. All my hard work is finally paying off as an actor. This is my moment of validation. And then quote tumbleweed. <laughs> no, I feel, I feel so, so sorry bad because he is a big deal, and the fans do love him. And that was a great moment. <laughs> like in my in my cinema, people were like, <gasps> yeah. Well, like what cinema did he, he go to? Up? Like surely Charlie Cox yeah. can go to like the premiere or something where like they'll cheer. <laughs> Wasn't invited. Wait, like, did he go to like his local like 
like, I don't know, I don't want to say Genta of Takino, because that's a lovely cinema, but, you know, like, kind of a, a slightly, like, like a, his, smaller his, establishment. His local, like, like, yeah, like a local cinema. Damn. I'm, I'm so, so, genuinely tragic news, but also it did make me laugh when, just the headline, Charlie Cox says it was, quote, dead fucking quiet during his scene. <laughs> <laughs> is, the, is the fucking in there as well? Yes, it is. So, I'm, so I'm sorry, Damn. Charlie Cox, you deserve you, better. You know it's bad when Charlie Cox starts swearing. <laughs> yeah, and he just like, and also, ah, oh, then he brought it, his wife was filming as well. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, uh, I want to see the video of him just realizing <laughs> that no one gives a shit. He definitely, <laughs> like, the thing is, everyone gave a shit, except for in his one cinema. He should have stood up and been like, that's me. I'm on the screen, you fools. <laughs> he should bring his megaphone. Yeah. That up there is me. I'm a really good lawyer. I don't know what. My Mad Murdoch impression was. Anyway, so I'm so sorry, Charlie Cox. You deserve better. Next piece of news. There's a something I've asked often. There's a Michael Bisping documentary coming out. There's a trailer. Kean sent it over because he knows I'm interested in the UFC and the Bisping stuff. So I appreciate that, Kean. Just yeah, cool thing. It has Vin Diesel in it also, inexplicably. I guess they work together in a movie. But um, get mm. excited for that. There is a more m- Morbius trailer. A a Morbius. Um, where he's like, I'm the bad guy, and Michael Keaton's like, You're the bad guy. <laughs> That's my Michael Keaton impression. <laughs> I'm the bad guy, and Michael Keaton was like, You are, and I was like, Ah, shit. Guess I am. <laughs> the end of trailer. <laughs> See Morbius <laughs> April first. <laughs> <laughs> what an amazing team. <laughs> also, also, we have discussed the irony that a movie for fools is coming out on April Fool's Day, um, but I just want to point that out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm really excited to go watch this movie. That's exactly my point. Um, so That's exactly what I'm saying, boss. <laughs> did, you, did you see it? I mean, it doesn't look any any different than what we've already said. We've talked about this for so long with every single trailer. Just come out already. Let's just, let's just get this over with. Um, yeah. And, I mean, yeah. Look, I mean, yeah, whatever. We'll I know it's not it. going to be very good, but, like, I still want to watch it. I don't want to watch it, but I will because I'm obligated to. Because we've talked about it for a fucking year <laughs> it's my, and a half It's my now. job. Yeah. <laughs> um, then there was a Fantastic Beasts uh, Grindel Dumble time. <laughs> Sexy Fun Times trailer. Fantastic Beasts 3. Fantastic Grindel Waldo time. <laughs> Um, it does, I mean, the trailer looks okay, but it does intrigue me because there's this, like, conversation scene between Grindel and Dumble, and I'm very excited for that, because I feel like that would be... <laughs> Wait, so what's this new one called? The Secrets of Dumbledore, I think. The and Secrets of Dumbledore. What was the last one called? Grindelwald's Crimes or something. The Crimes of Grindelwald. Uh, oh, the crime. Yeah, true. Yeah. Right. Um, but, anyway, there's a scene where, yeah, Jude Law and Miss Mingerson are having a little tete-a-tete, and that looks pretty... Pretty cool. And then they also fight at the end, which does look kind of bad. Like, it doesn't look bad, but it's like this epic battle of, you know, that's like kind of mystical in the Harry Potter lore and everyone's talking about it. And then it's like, mm. it looks like it's this like generic, like gray cloud, you know, DCEU. Is that, type is, is that a big, like, uh, big thing in the Harry Potter lore? Is that fight between Dumbledore and Grindelwald? Yeah. So, like, I mean, that's been like All referenced right. since the very beginning. So, like, I hope it's good. And I'm kind of excited. So the thing is, I, I'm kind of like, how good can a Harry Potter fight really be? Because all they're doing is shooting beams from a little stick. Yeah, but at least you, know? you can put it in like an interesting location, and like I don't know, maybe also True. like like the the peak of Harry Potter action is definitely. I don't know if you've seen the fifth one, but this the battle in the fifth one between Dumbledore and Voldemort, where like Voldemort makes a giant fucking fire snake, and Dumbledore encases him in like a 
giant bubble of water and all like that's like fucking that's awesome yeah that's like that sounds cool but yeah. like I, I but sometimes seen that but it does like in isn't in like isn't when harry potter fights voldemort it's just like two beams shooting at each other yeah but that i think that worked because it was like the simplicity of it is like the epic you know conclusion and it's like tense and all the music whatever but yeah generally sometimes especially in these fantastic beast movies it does kind of just turn to like zappy zap like they, they just like yeah they just kind of like flick the wand and then like a big blast comes out and it's like okay that's not really mm. also <laughs> great quote they flick the wand and a big blast <laughs> comes out <laughs> vh hudson uh, sexualizes <laughs> fantastic beast the masturbating of grindelwald <laughs> what did you say <laughs> you don't let me repeat it um, i heard masturbation i want I, I i referred to it as fantastic beast 3 the masturbation of grindelwald that's it we can just ah i see fantastic beast 3 grindelwald jerks off uh, dumbledore <laughs> until he becomes numbledore <laughs> Or okay, or Cumbledore. <laughs> you decide. <laughs> See, this is the kind of thing I would usually cut out, but I'm definitely gonna leave it in though. This has to say <laughs> Cumbledore or <laughs> I mean, they were lovers, so like it's possible there might there might be an intense hand job scene. <laughs> the most intimate of acts God. that can be portrayed on a film. Imagine that. Imagine it's like that. supposed to be this like really tasteful it's like, like it's like freaking Newt Scamander <laughs> putting another little tree boy in his coffin or whatever he's got going around. And then it's like, oh, wonder what Dumbledore's up to. And his hard cut Game of Thrones style sex scene with Dumbledore's I just love that like you think it's gonna build this like really beautiful kind of intimate, like passionate love making scene. And it's just like a <laughs> wide shot of just <laughs> Mess makes and jerking him off. Anyway, this is such a terrible podcast. I'm so sorry. If anyone I know is listening to this, I apologize. Please don't bring this up to me. Um. Anyway. Oh my god. Jude Law has just got a straight face while it's happening. <laughs> just pants around the ankles. Just they're both sitting across from each other. Just, <laughs> no, I, I reckon they're on a couch. Yeah. <laughs> this is getting way too graphic. Keep going. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> way too graphic. After we already said <laughs> pants at ankles, balls hanging. <laughs> Cumbledore in action. I'm so sorry. Um, did you see the trailer for Bullet Train with Brad Pitt? <laughs> <laughs> Seamless transition. <laughs> Speaking of uh, pants around the ankles, kind of handjob situations, um, Brad Pitt's latest film. <laughs> Brad Pitt's latest train movie. Um... <laughs> uh, is this going to be a unstoppable Chris Pine Denzel movie? <laughs> I certainly hope not. Uh, I don't think the world can handle another one of those. <laughs> I don't think it could either. Wait, did you not see the trailer? Uh, I did not see the trailer, no. Oh, it looks great. It's one of like the John Wick guys who also did like Deadpool 2, I think. And it's like Brad Pitt is like an assassin on this train and he has to fight his way around it and all this stuff. It looks really fun. Yeah, it looks like an awesome action movie. Um, is he in Japan? Question mark? Yes, he is. Yeah. Mm, it's yeah it looks awesome i would definitely i think it looks exactly like the kind of thing if we still lived in the same vicinity which we do not so sadness but it would be mm. a great woody movie if that was the case there when does that come out july i think or june oh also we might I, be in the same in, vicinity it might be in, it might be we might um, have an actual woody you know yeah i have to say there have been so many woody's movies lately that i'm just like damn what a waste of damn <laughs> what a, the person i'm actually going with what a waste it should be you. What a waste. <laughs> I tell them what this. What an absolute useless person to go watch The King's Man with. <laughs> um, then, 
I put this in here just for you, because uh, it actually played before the Patman, uh, which was absurd. But there was a trailer for Jujutsu Kaisen, the movie. Oh, yes. yes! Yeah. And uh, the cinema was dead fucking quiet. I just want to be clear. <laughs> but, um, Tumbleweed. <laughs> no, that... I, I'm so excited for it. It's... what When's that? April 4th? Is that when it comes out? Mm-hmm. Or sometime yeah. in like, the next couple of months. Yeah. But god damn, I'm excited. It, it looks like such a good... Like, the, the show itself is brilliant. And it is... So this is like an origin story, I think, to, to the one of the characters in the show who's not been revealed yet. But, oh, I'm very excited. Yeah, it it look it looks it looks so good. Jujutsu Kaisen is is one of the like better recent animes I'd say. It's just, oh, very good. Well, I, as I saw the trailer in the cinema, I the only thought I thought to myself was Friday would probably be excited for this. And that's that's all I could think. Well, <laughs> so as as long as you think of me, then I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> that's that's what I think of most times actually. Um, I, whenever I am asked do you um, do you like anime, I'm just like. No, but I have a friend who does. <laughs> you should, uh... Should, <laughs> you like anime? Get... No, but, uh... I have a friend who does a, does a segment. It's not a big deal. Um, and final piece of news... I friend who's got his own um, anime intro. It's not a big deal. So. <laughs> um, well, final piece of news, the most important, inarguably, of the week. Did you hear about the Spider-Man fake butt controversy? What? <laughs> you did not? I've All right. The <clears throat> Spider-Man fake butt controversy. From Glamour.com, after Spider-Man No Way Home star Tom Holland revealed that one of the three Peter Parkers in the movie was wearing a, quote, fake arse under his costume, the internet has been abuzz with speculation. So, oh. one of the Spider-Men wore a fake booty. Oh, uh, it's absolutely... Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, I would say. I mean, right? look, I hate to be, um... I hate to be that guy, but Toby, you're looking worse for wear. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, look, Tom Holland probably wouldn't have said it if it was him. Yeah, Andrew and Garfield, the most fit of all of them. Well, yeah, Andrew Garfield, we all know. I mean, I haven't investigated that hard, but probably has a great behind. It's <laughs> a new segment on the pod. Andrew Garfield booty talk. Um, but which leaves it's just about political situations but it's <laughs> Andrew Garfield booty talk and Tobey Maguire while I'm sure in great shape is the oldest of the three also but then would Tom Holland rat him out in that case mmm because that would be kind I mean, of a dick move ratting out a 43 year old wearing a fake butt <laughs> so anyway who do you um, think it was are we voting Maguire I was about to say Garfield I reckon Maguire and if yeah. not Maguire Garfield also, I think he may have just said it to stir the pot because he loves—he's a bit of a pot stirrer, that that uh, Holland man. But sometimes not intentionally, yeah. Yeah, he's a—he's a—he's a cheeky boy. Ah, cheeky, hilarious. Um, nah. On to the two big old things of this episode. Um, big old reviews. I did in fact watch the Pat Man, and you did in fact watch the Poirot Man. The Poirot, probably the best detective in the world. Highly anticipated, I have to say. I mean, we started this pod making fun of the trailer for Murder on the Orient Express, and now we're here at the sequel. Um, we're here at the sequel. So which one, which one do you want to start That's with? That's crazy to think about. I think, you know, I think we should start with the Patman and then go Death in the Nile. And then go Poirot. All right. Because Poirot, no offense, Patman, but Poirot takes precedent overall. So It does. It does. The Patman, no spoiler review. I've seen it. You have not. I saw it last night. Uh, I've had a little bit of time to You have like a midnight showing or what? Uh, no, it was like at 7.30, but it's three hours, so oh, I ended right. at like uh, 11. I see, because the first time like we could watch it was 
uh, I think, oh no, this is two days ago, sorry, my bad. Like, on the third, there was a 12.01 a.m. showing. Yeah, no which thanks. I, which I considered going to, but I did not. Yeah, uh, but it was packed, though. That's it the day I watched Death on the Nile instead. <laughs> Arguably worth it. Um, but I have to say, the Patman, uh, again, I haven't read my review, so I haven't really had time to, like, digest and mull over my thoughts, but my initial reaction lived up to all the hype, I would say. A yeah. Really, really... Really great movie. Pretty incredible. Um, it's, yeah, it's basically everything we talked about that we were hoping it would be, like this like kind of cool. epic, like big scale, interesting, like dark, and like exploring a different side of Batman that we've only really gotten like glimpses of in the other movies. It basically it does all of that. Um, it's fantastic, yeah. It's much more of a mystery movie than an action movie, I would say. Um, okay. It has a lot well, honestly, more... I a lot more, like, detecting is done or what? Yeah, it's a lot more, like, kind of detective, kind of mob story. It definitely has action, and we'll talk about that, but, um, yeah, it's a, it's surprisingly Damn. much about, okay. like, this, like, yeah, kind of... It reminded me, and, like, it's probably just because Paul Dano is in it, who was also in Prisoners, but it reminded me a little bit of Prisoners in the sense that, like, it is this sort of, like, unfolding mystery, and, like, they're, like, twists, and a person you think was this was actually this, and it's it's fantastically done, yeah, it's really compelling and nice well oh, that written. sounds so good i'm so excited well yeah it's it's definitely much more of a noir kind of um i mean it even even has that like kind of noir like rorschach type narration where he's like monday september 7th whatever i mean it, t- it takes place on halloween it's yeah it's like it's it's this like detective batman film that like we haven't really got you know we've gotten like christian bale being like this bullet casing was hit the wall at this time and that means the joker but like, it's much more <laughs> focused. The best, the best Bale impression I've ever seen. <laughs> that's what this whole movie is essentially, and um, and it ah, also takes a so good. much different look at the Batman of like, um, okay, or rather Bruce Wayne, where like he's just this like, again without spoiling anything, just like I think it's in the trailer as well. But like he's yeah. not at all a playboy or like a cool guy. Like he's just like this reclusive billionaire weirdo <laughs> who like when he shows up in public, people are like, holy shit, you're still alive, like. Bruce Wayne, what are you what are you doing here? And he's like, yeah, he's. There is a little bit of like, <clears throat> I don't know. You could you could definitely parody this a little bit, like you know, I don't know. Have you have you seen the Lego Movie? I I have. I've not seen the Lego Batman movie, but I've seen the Lego Movie. But do you remember in the Lego Movie when like Lego Batman is playing his song and it's like darkness, yeah. dead parents, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's it's a there's a little bit of that where it's like he's a little bit. I, I thought of this in the cinema. And I was really proud of this stuff. Be prepared for like the most well executed joke of all time. Uh, okay, some call him the Batman. I call him the Sad Man. Um, so now I know so. how Charlie Cox felt when he showed up. In <laughs> You're sitting there waiting for my reaction. God damn, this is going to be so good. Some could say no one knows what it's like to be the Sad Man. <laughs> the Who starts playing. <laughs> but it's somehow still dead fucking quiet. <laughs> yeah um but no he, he, there's a little bit of like kind of emo batman but i don't know it, like it works for the movie like if you wanted to make fun of it i think you could but like i think it works yeah. really well and it's like and, 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 and pattinson he can't pattinson's great circus is he, is he good as the batman oh he's great and also he's even though most of the batman stuff in this is like kind of detective like figuring stuff out it's very the batman heavy like one of the criticisms of like the dark knight rises for example is that like him in the actual Batman costume, he's there for like 10 minutes or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. 
This one, there's way more Batman than there is there's, Bruce Wayne. There's, there's a lot of Batman. Like he's yeah, he's he's Batman for basically the whole like most of the movie. Um, I also love that cool. yeah, it starts like a year or yeah, I think it's two years into like his Batmaning. So it's sort of and just I really like the world it's set in where it feels like it's realistic, but it's not like. Like, the Christian Bale ones feel like they were trying to be really, like, real world. Or this one, like, mm-hmm. is realistic and gritty. And, like, I like how, like, all the cops, like, who's this fucking weirdo in this, like, costume walking around our crime scene? But, like, it still has, it's still kind of cheesy. Like, it's still kind of movie-like. It has this movie-esque okay. like, you say, is it, is it closer to, like, a, a Watchmen than it is to the, the, the Bale trilogy? Or Yeah, it's not as much of, like, a, it's kind of a combination of the two tones. It's not as much of, like, a dark like satire as the watchman would be mm-hmm. but it's definitely it has that yeah kind of more movie like cinematic element to it because it's also this beautiful film like the cinematography is amazing i love like the cult like the use of red in the movie especially they use a lot there are these fight scenes mm-hmm. that use lighting very like in a very interesting way like some of it's in the trailer but like like it's like gunshots going off in a hallway and so you just see like flashes of him beating the shit out of people he's super brutal oh, which man. i love there's so many bones broken he just snaps so many people's fucking ankles and shit and just breaks their arms and, and is, is, it, is it like is it pg or is it like 15 and above or what it's or here it? here it's rated 15 i think it's pg 13 but it's like like there's not like a lot of blood but it's pretty i mean it, the opening scene i guess i won't spoil it but like it's just a yeah it's just dark like it's there were some kids in the cinema i was like you shouldn't be here like this is not this is not for you <laughs> you should be you should go watch the king's man instead <laughs> very educational for historical purposes <laughs> it's also i don't know i thought it was fascinating that like it does different things with the batman like lore like it takes different turns from what you know most people know but in a very interesting way so i'm sure some people might get mm-hmm. upset about that but also it it's like and this is definitely not true like i'm the christian bale once had this but it feels like it has more of an not more of an arc but like it has a really appreciable arc for batman like he Sorry, Pat. <laughs> like he goes through a noticeable change throughout the film, and he learns a lesson, and it's like, and he grows. It, it's very, yeah, it's very compelling. And everyone, yeah, everyone else is great in it. Catwoman, uh, Zoe Kravitz is great. Colin Farrell is tremendous as the Penguin. Is um, he good as the Penguin? He's great. He's very. He's completely unrecognizable, and he does have like one of the few comedic scenes in the film, which is very. He pulls okay. off very well. It's in a very, <laughs> yeah, very nutty way um just the action's fucking awesome it's like yeah the more i'm talking about just the more i really really loved it and at paul dano's the riddler fucking terrifying i mean not terrifying just so creepy and like mm. unsettling and and they put a bit of a twist on him as well where it's like they give it this kind of modern um twist which i guess i won't really spoil but i thought that was interesting right. just yeah i mean cool. i could keep rambling on and on but um circus is great also circus at one point in the movie says the word circus which i thought was a great easter okay. egg <laughs> <laughs> as i heard that my mind just imploded i was like that's the that's my gonna be my thumbnail things you missed in as the, the ulti- Batman. ultimate fourth wall break <laughs> circus references top 10 to- things you missed in batman number one circus at one point says his own name hinting at the fact that he is in the movie <laughs> um just a fantastic movie the only yeah the only two complaints i can think of are a little i don't don't want to say cheesy but like a couple of moments are a little bit like movie-esque if that makes sense um 
Okay. But I, I didn't really have a problem with that. Like, I thought it worked for the tone. Like, it, was, it wasn't supposed to be, like, completely realistic. And also, it's mm. a little long, which you don't really feel, feel at all until the very end when there were, like, five different endings, Lord of the Rings style. And I'm like, okay. Like, we can probably... Okay, wrap, Batman. Wrap this up now. Batman, like, come on. Get, get your shit yeah. and get out, Batman. My legs hurt. I've been sitting here for three hours. Um, <laughs> but besides that... I would say one of the best superhero movies I've seen in a while. I want to think about it a little more, but really fantastic. So you want to you want to digest a bit before you give us. I a do. I mean, there's rating, a there's but, a lot. But you're happy. Yeah. So I'd say as soon as you can see it, get out there and see it. Sorry, I realized I just monologued for like ten minutes, but no, no, I, I love it. I love hearing your voice. It turns <laughs> me on. <laughs> Gives you that uh, Numbledore. <laughs> Gives you, I become Cumbledore whenever I listen to you. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, the Patman, a big big win for movies. <laughs> movies. <laughs> Very nice. Um, so, should we should we should we address the elephant in the talk room? Talk about a, a ledge, a man who steps in shit in with both his shoes. Who damn s- that is that right there? I want that on a shirt. <laughs> Solve the. I'm the kind of, of man who death. steps in shit with both <laughs> shoes. <laughs> you saw the Poirot return. I did. Hercule Poirot. Yeah, return probably. Re- return of the Poirot. What did you say? probably I am probably the best detective in the world not certainly but maybe but in this one I I don't mean to spoil the entire movie for you here right but I have to say this don't say it there's a twist he has changed catchphrase no he says I am the best detective in the world he does, or to some, to like he he fully confirms it, full fucking. He's rocking the full Monty, just swinging dick. Because that's that's how we started. That's the like the main reason we were like hyped for Murder on the Orient Express is because we were laughing about how in that trailer he says, "I am probably the best detective in the world," and we were like, "Have some fucking confidence." And now he's, he's 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 fucking he's he's he grown is. up. He is. Talk about character arcs. Oh my god. Oh no, uh, sorry, sorry. I be- and, and, and forgive, shoot me dead if this is not what he says when you see it. But I believe he's uh, uh, a little, little joke. And I mean, not a joke, a uh, little, little Easter egg what slash spoiler. But I think you've already seen it. <laughs> one joke. <laughs> but you've probably already seen this in the trailer that Book returns. At one point, Book says, This is my friend, Hercule Poirot, the greatest detective in the world. Oh. And Hercule Poirot says, Oh, please, no, no. Well, yes, I am the best detective in the world. <laughs> Hercule, Hercule, the sassy. Hercule, uh, he's such a little sassy boy. So is he? Is he as sassy this time around? But yeah. How was the uh, movie? First of all, just now, like. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> uh, the movie was not as good as the first one, but not bad. I'd say. Okay. Like it's de- it's definitely got um, I'd say it's easier to follow. I think. Okay. Like it or not followed, but like easier to um, kind of sit there and try and deduce yourself who who did it. So did you do the the drunken? I did not do that. No, because it was kind of like it wasn't last minute, but it was kind of like we booked tickets not knowing if we would actually be able to go because we both had a lot of work. But mm. we ended up did like we ended up going. But so I sadly didn't do that. But might just do oh, that yeah. with the Batman instead. <laughs> <laughs> try to figure out who did it. I think it was the Riddler. You know, <laughs> try to figure out who Andy Circus is and why he's saying Circus. <laughs> Damn, so, so did you figure out who it was? Um, mm, I'm not going to spoil this, okay. because I, I will say yes and no. Okay, it was all of them again, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it 
No, so so I'll, I will say that it was not all of them again, uh, and okay. I knew it wouldn't be that because it was none like, of them. <laughs> no one died. It was just a Poirot cruise. I would I would still watch that Loki. I'd still watch the shit out of that. No, but like, uh, yeah, like movie pretty good. Not as like the characters aren't as compelling this time. I think like the last uh, in the last movie, there's like not every character, but like most of the characters you kind of like invested in there's a few characters in this one that you're kind of like uh whatever kind of background but, sort of characters yeah, yeah a little bit like they try and like bring them out a little bit like give them a little something mm. uh and like you'll you'll we can, we can talk about it much more in depth once you've seen it because like that is the kind of problem with the movie is these characters and what ends up becoming of them and what they do and stuff like that mm. so but but again not a bad movie like i i enjoyed like honestly i think I would enjoy it much more than the average person just because it's Poirot. <laughs> of course. So, huh. like, uh, like my girlfriend who I watched it with, she was not, like, she she liked it, but she did say that the first one was way better. And I and I agree, but I think I liked it more than she did. Okay, um, yeah, because you have that Poirot love. I, I do have that Poirot love. There's, I will say, and again, not to spoil you, <laughs> but there is an unhinged Poirot in this movie. An un. Is this the part in the trailer where he shoots a gun on the deck of the boat? He's like, everyone shut the fuck up. I'm about to do some detecting. <laughs> oh, unhinged Poirot. I, I like how like your your Patman review was very like in-depth and like stuff like that. This is me just teasing things you'll see. <laughs> but I'm, I'm about to hit you with another tease. Oh, ooh. There is, in fact, a stash origin story. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. A twirly little stash origin story. A oh twirly my. stash origin story. So, do you think this is a front runner for stash of the year coming up? Uh, in there's no way it ten wouldn't months. Win. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> in about ten months' time. Damn. I mean, okay. There's no way it won't win. So overall quality, okay, but not amazing. I'd say okay, um, but yeah, not amazing. Acting, in terms of not as good either, and like more predictable than the first one, I'd say. But mm. but in terms of Poirotness, and also and, great and stuff. also um. In a way that both works, but is also slightly like off-putting. Like the the <laughs> the, the stash actual, origin story, the actual murder and <laughs> the actual murder and stuff doesn't happen until pretty late in the movie. Where I think it could happen earlier to get some more detecting skills. Oh, because there's there's way less uh, detecting in this one than there is in the first one. That's lame. That's literally the whole point. Yeah, <laughs> he's literally the, the best detective in the world. Yeah. Now. <laughs> As opposed maybe, to... Maybe he's so good that he needs to do, like, little to no detecting and still just knows. <laughs> they had to save it for the last five minutes because he would figure out immediately. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, fair enough. I have I actually have a little predicament here. So I do mm. think I will be going um, with a co- with company um, to mm. a movie coming up uh, in the next couple of days. And I am genuinely stuck between Death on the Nile and Dog. What are we? Oh, I'm gonna watch Dog next weekend, probably. Ah. So what do we? What do we think? What do, if I only can see one? Also, I may or may not be forced to go see Sing Two instead of either of them, which would be the most disappointing. Fucking. If you do that, I'd say just just sne- like sneakily say you bought tickets for both of you, and then buy her a Sing ticket, and then buy yourself <laughs> a Dog ticket, and then you just split ways. <laughs> and like eight friends of mine, a Dog ticket, <laughs> and then we just <laughs> entourage rolls in, and she goes to see Sing Two. Also, but there's also Uncharted. Damn, I actually uh, Uncharted's not great. Have you seen Uncharted? Oh, have I not talked about Uncharted? Oh, I, I will, fuck, I'm so bad on this pod. Damn. Okay, so I either Death in the Nile or Dog. Ooh. All right, I'll, I'll keep, probably I'll keep say, you updated. 
Well, I guess death in the Nile kind of yeah, it kind of needs to happen. Um, yeah. All right, now it is time for the Donkey News. Ben Stiller confirms that Les Grossman was entirely invented by Tom Cruise. Someone handed him a Diet Coke and then he just started moving, said the Tropic Thunder actor. <laughs> but he, he, there's, no, there's no props or makeup on him. That's just how he looked at the time. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was going through a bit of a period, you know. Ah, okay. It was, it was like a th- three-week phase of just strangeness. <laughs> I mean, cool, I guess. It's, um, yeah, I mean, I, di- I didn't know that he came up with the idea, but I didn't know it was fully his idea. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was more something that they approached him with, and he was like, this would be funny. <laughs> Give you know? me hairy hands. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's how it did happen. Also, I like how I have a slightly more demonic laugh than my fake Tom Cruise laugh. <laughs> um, but yeah, good for Cruise, I guess. Um, yeah. Now on to the announcements and such. Uh, what do we have here? First of all, um, we have... This is uh, recorded on March 5th, 5th, by the way. Yeah, so we're going to go through a lot of comments because we missed last week's. But first, there was Movie Guy sent in a clip from Brooklyn Nine-Nine where some characters say Danish is a garbage language. Um, oh, yeah. So. It's the Swedish It's the Swedish um, police. They're like, yeah. except for Danish. It's a garbage language for garbage people. <laughs> Come on, guys. So I was deeply You're the garbage people, Sweden. Yeah, I have, I have actually told whenever like I talk to people about being Danish and they're like, oh, yeah, like I have a, like a friend who lives in Sweden. I'm like... Don't talk to me about Sweden. We have a deep, deep-seated rivalry with Sweden. There's Don't a guy on the first team who the first week, he was new. It sounds really lame, and it was a little bit. But we had, like, a name drill, where it's, like, uh, just to kind of, like, get to know people's names. It'd be like, you say their name, and then where they're from. Yeah. And then they'd be like, yo, Freddy, the Swede. And I, and I, <laughs> That's I was a, about to explode with anger. That is a crime to call a Danish man that. How dare you? Um, yeah. Unless like Sweden is in the Olympics or something, and we like we aren't, and then we just root for the Scandinavians. But yeah, exactly. Or like Eurovision. But yeah. otherwise, but otherwise, um, it's kind of like it's kind of like you. I'm the only one who's allowed to hit my brother. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> my brother being the entire country of Sweden. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> then there was a. I love him and I hate him. <laughs> I mainly hate him. There was a comment on my latest Beachel Hudson vid, which I just thought you'd appreciate. Because normally, if this was in the pod, I feel like this would be like an ironic kind of funny thing. I think this is an entirely mm. genuine interaction here um, that I thought you'd enjoy. <laughs> so ZJ13Goat says, you know the day is great when Beachel Hudson uploads a video. Nice comment. Very nice. Then um, yeah. Sarthak replies, all right, that's a bit of, a, that's a bit of an exaggeration. <laughs> and then, <laughs> at the very end... Blunt Eastwood, and I believe this is entirely unironically, writes, Who's B. Johnson? <laughs> so I just thought that was a delightful little back and forth yeah, that that is there. Um, then some comments. So we didn't go through the comments on the surprisingly very well-doing Pod 124 movie franchise that need to end. So let's do that now. Mm. Um, ZJ says, nice way to start off my weekend. Michael Scarn, <laughs> I very much enjoyed this interaction as well. Michael says, honestly, I think the poorly planned podcast franchise needs to die. The storylines are getting stale and too much reliance is used on having a CGI Freddy recreated. Disrespectful. Mm. Joe says, I agree. <laughs> BHL says they talk about movies, TV shows, and a bunch of nonsense, but now they're just nonsense. Dot, dot, dot. What a joke. <laughs> Movie Guy says, Lele and Yassine should reboot the poorly planned podcast. 
Cal says the mm. spinoff, the planned podcast was awful too. Just BHL and a puppet version of Freddy voiced by Frank Oz talking about the stock market or something. Rip Freddy though. Okay. A shame he died from being mauled by Channing Tatum. <laughs> Joe says that's what happens when he's macho hungry. Movie guy says we were promised a can full of fun, but they delivered a can that was empty. The poorly planned podcast, what a joke. And Keen says... Flag was right. The poorly planned podcast. What a jovial point in time. What a madness of a comment section. This is just what, a, one what an absolute fever dream of a comment chain. I, I love it. it. I, I I did I did go back and read these before, so that's why I'm not laughing as hard. But like when yeah. I read them the first time, I genuinely sat in the bus just like I think tears were rolling down my face because it was so funny. I love that people are just uh, we have right on board with the humor. I can't yeah I can't believe that like. We've found people who <laughs> get on board with this horrificness that we do on the pod, but it, it's yeah, very wonderful. It's so good. Um, Josie's jovial part. <laughs> Josie says, "I think Rocky needs to end after three. Uh, I I kind of agree. I think it maybe should have ended after two. And he says, um, "The Ghostbusters, the Sorry Harold bit was one of the most tasteful and hilarious bits you've probably ever done." Um, <laughs> Kian GC Green says, I think that uncensoring the pod is actually extremely disrespectful to all of your two-year-old fans that listen in each Friday. Way to alienate your audience. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I was asked by um, a friend, she was like, how old is your audience in the pod? And I was like, I don't really know. Like, we are uncensoring it now. And we did just, I don't know if I cut it out, but we did do a whole bit about Dumbledore getting a handjob. So, like, I hope, you know, <laughs> not that young. It better stay in. It better stay <laughs> I'm assuming, like, teens to... Well, the thing Early is, like, 20s. most people that are with us now have been with us from the beginning, I assume. That's true, yeah. Like, somewhere close to the beginning. And we've been running this for five, coming six up, years now? Coming up in five years pretty soon. Yeah. Like, um, so, they probably wouldn't start watching if they were less than, like, ten, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. We don't, I don't think we have any kids. If you're less than ten and listening to this, um, thanks for the view, I guess, doing? but also... It's a little inappropriate, so don't do not do that. <laughs> Show it to your dad instead, and he'll love it. And um, he'll love it. Keen says, the Poorly Planned Podcast, what a humorous event. Joe says, the Poorly Planned Podcast, what an amusing experience. Movie Guy says, the Poorly Planned <laughs> Podcast, what a fidelgard. I mean, my God. This is just, this is this is why this episode did so well, because it was boosting the algorithm by, like, the hundreds of comments, and I love it. Please do it again. Um Oh, it's JD, there's nothing like a new poorly planned pod episode to bring me some joy while I work a nine-hour shift. Um, Damn, that I, shouldn't be legal. Yeah, I'm, I I'm think happy we can Denmark, help with that. For like young people, eight hours is maximum. Yeah, like legal. So that is that is rough, but keep at it. I'm happy we can help, and I'm I'm sorry. And also, uh, your nine-hour job, very hard, but also what a joke of a concept. But um, I'm mm. I'm happy we can help. Your, ni- your nine-hour job. <laughs> What a joke. <laughs> your job isn't a joke, I'm just saying. You're doing... Keep it up. Keep it up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing to provide for your family? <laughs> what a humorous event. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I've lost the plot here. These, these comments That's are That's totally what he was saying. But I, I'm glad we can help. Um, Jaden, I have a job working in cinema, and every time I see the dog trailer, I... I burst out laughing, especially the scene where Tatum and Dog are in the bathtub, knowing that later on in the film, Tatum will be crawling on all fours hunting for the dog, which <laughs> I, I love. Um, I love the fact that he's just knowing, as if it's fact in his house. <laughs> <laughs> as if it's, just, it's a prophecy. Um, Cal says, Channing Tatum's in my house, please send help. And Michael Scarn says, show him a Marvel movie, thus traumatizing him. Quote, this is, or parentheses, this is not a joke. Look up Channing Tatum, Marvel Traumatized. I did look this up, and apparently because his Gambit movie never got made, he genuinely hates watching Marvel movies now. So, Oh, really? Yeah. 
I guess that's a... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Tatum. Um, Daniel says, another really fun and enjoyable episode. I agree with most of your picks about franchise need to end. Great episode as always. Keep up the great work. P.S. Peacemaker, what a joke. <laughs> I just have to throw it on there <laughs> at the end. Thank you, Cal. Or thank you, Daniel. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. I do... <laughs> <laughs> Delix so says, good. the Pirates movies do need to end. Uh, Anson says... <laughs> God fucking damn it. <laughs> Anson says, Harmony Creator, what a string of words designed for the express purpose of bringing about laughter. I'm sorry. You shouldn't be sorry. Actually, maybe you should. <laughs> Actually, don't ever be sorry. But I, just, <laughs> but just keep doing it. Harmony Creator. You know, let's see how far we can push this. But that's, yeah, thank you. Yeah, guys, just keep going. Keep going. Um, and he also uh, says, the Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife Harmony Saga Creator. has officially peaked in spectacular, insensitive, but hilarious fashion. Amazing segment as always. Thank you. And Movie Boy says, you should do favorite and least favorite TV shows. Also about the Disney Renaissance films. Both great ideas. I'm going to throw those in the idea bucket right now. By bucket, I mean Google Doc. Um, so that was all on 124, and then you were right, Pod 125 is doing stinkily. Um, <laughs> in fact, as opposed to the 500 views the other one has, it has 58 views uh, currently. Really? I mean, it did go up less, like, it's been up for less than 24 hours. True, but, but it did, I mean, although I think it's a great episode, the title I don't think exactly it's the, the most, most clickworthy uh, episode we've done. Yeah, I don't I, think people go to watch that. I did uh, sneakily for... clickbait the thumbnail, though, by putting in... Because, I mean, technically we mentioned Jamie Foxx, so I put in Bats from Baby Driver. And technically we talk about Brenton Thwaites, so I did put in Nightwing from Titans. But, um, cool. yeah. But let's see, let's see the comments here. ZJ, love seeing them do the Tom Canoes I sent in. And also, I got nine right. Pretty good. I don't remember how many we did, but that's pretty good. Kian says, no announcements and such. What a joke. Fair. Yeah, I hope we made up for it this time. <laughs> um, movie Guy says, this was actually a really unique idea. Great work, Freddy. Uh, I think that's a little too nice. Daniel says... I think that's also... I don't know if that's... Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that hard of an idea to come up with. Like <laughs> we, it's we, a little patronizing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you, you, you tried, Freddy. It's good work. <laughs> good job. You got 58 views. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking loser. No, movie guys are nice for that. Um, Daniel, another really enjoyable and different episode. Keep up the great work. P.S. I got around three right. The governor one really threw me off. Fair enough. I appreciate the honesty. Again, I don't remember how many we did. I'm going to assume it was four. And somehow ZJ got nine of them right. <laughs> and finally... I think, I think we... I did eight, you did seven. So 15. Oh. So three is... Uh, well, it's, I mean... <laughs> you know, at, at least you tried. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed the episode, Daniel. <laughs> I mean, three, is, three out of You're 15 so is, mean. Is, not, is not a passing grade. But um, I really... I'm glad you enjoyed it. And thank you for the it support, is, Daniel. It is... Um, Daniel's like our most supportive fan. And then like... I just... <laughs> and I'm like... So you didn't do, you didn't do great in this one. Um... <laughs> but <laughs> keep it up no no thank you daniel um and then finally josie says here's a true or false question for bhl and freddie to figure out i love Ooh. little mini games like this number one i actually met bill murray dan Aykroyd, and ernie hudson during the ghostbusters ghostbusters afterlife premiere and took a picture with them or two brenton thwaites is coming to my comic-con and the picture they used of him looks like a mugshot and it's the funniest thing ever i will send you the real answer next week Ooh, I'm gonna. That s- is quite good. I'm I, the Thwaites one is more probable, and I feel like he could send us the actual picture of Thwaites looking like a mugshot man. But also, yeah. I mean, it's not impossible to meet <laughs> Bill Murray. I suppose. Technically. <laughs> I'm gonna say the Thwaites one is true, and I look forward to. I, I'm also gonna go with Thwaites. Hearing the answer, uh, and then finally we have two things from the fan page. 
It's a picture of John Cena. It says, top text, what a joke. <laughs> and then also, and this is, this is a weirdly wholesome meme, but I really enjoyed this. Uh, the scene from Dune, where Timothy Chalamet labeled a quiz episode, says, what if I'm not good oh, enough? Oh, I did see this. And Oscar Isaac says, then you'll still be the only thing I ever needed you to be. The Poorly Planned Podcast. <laughs> I fucking love That's that. It's so wholesome. It's I really it. wholesome and also hilarious. Um, also, it's been so long since we did a quiz episode. I feel like we've earned it. Although the last one kind I of th- was a quiz episode, if you think about it. Mm, true. We might do another one, though. We'll yeah, uh, definitely. Okay, um, I wow, we've been recording for a while. I have to go to the gym. Oh, shit. Um, okay, so... Yeah, <laughs> I have to go to a, an eight-hour tournament. Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, leave a like, subscribe, hit the bell button, and leave a comment on what you thought about this down below. Also, if you're listening on the other things, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, leave a five-star rating, please. It'd mean a lot to us. You can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson. You can email the pod at BHL Hudson, Damn, Eminem, okay. You can find me on, F- on uh, fuck, uh, Twitter at <laughs> FDK underscore Dalton. And then the other Eminem comes in. That's <laughs> Marshall Mathers enters. Um, Instagram at Fidalgard and on YouTube at FDK Space Gaming. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Cumbledore. <laughs> you